0: Hello, young world. Welcome to episode 32 of Things to Keep in Mind. I'm your host, A.E. Charles, and I know what you're thinking. Yes, it has been a long time. Sorry that um, I I took a long hiatus, but hey, I'm back now, better than ever. And today, I have a special episode for you. Um, We are joined by my boy, Katakage Music. And uh, me and him actually just put out a very special single called Wish You Were Here And um, he's coming on the podcast today to talk about that single with me and uh, its importance And also, you know, how we met and, um, you know, his musical influences And uh, he's also given a little bit of um, key fundamentals of music theory among many other things. So, sit back and relax. You're listening to things to keep in mind. This single that you're about to hear next is Kalakage's music's uh, lead single off of his last instrumental EP that came out last year called Sunlight. This is Afternoon. We'll be right back. to another episode of things to keep in mind i'm your host a.e charles aka zell and today on the podcast we have a good friend of mine katakage music aka james hey Um, hey james how you doing
1: i'm good how about yourself
0: i'm doing pretty good i cannot complain cannot complain um well before we uh get into you know um, our, our conversation. I, I want to kind of give people like a little bit of background to how we even got introduced to each other. Um, so um, from I'll give I'll give my uh, point of view <laughs> of the whole, of the whole story. So, like you know, um, back in 2017, I was really um on my poetry grind. Um, and uh, you know, I was um like promoting. Um, different clips of me doing like different poetry videos and putting them up on Twitter, and um, that's honestly how uh, James came across um, came came across me. Is uh, he saw mm-hmm. one of my videos on Twitter? Do well, I think you were searching the, like the poetry hashtag poetry, right?
1: You're right, like yeah, poetry, hip hop. I was searching a little bit of everything, and I came across your video, your channel on YouTube, and I'm like. Man, he's got some dope poetry. So I hit you up asking for a collab, and then the rest has been history.
0: Yeah. And the the crazy thing is too at that time a few a few other like producers had hit me up, but their approach was like totally different. They were just trying to like sell me like rap beeps, but I wasn't really in rap mode. I was in like spoken word poetry mode. And um that's why I like approach the approach is everything, like the way you approached me was you were trying to meet me where I was at. Like, you saw I was doing the poetry. So what James did, instead of trying to, like, just sell me beats, like, to rap on, he was like, hey, um, uh, send me some of your poems so I could like, put some production behind it. And I was like, yo, that's actually a good idea. Because at the time, my friend that I had, like, you know, I had been working with, um, like, uh, on the whole, like, doing the videos, my boy Marlo, shout out to Marlo, he, um, he was telling me that like his cousin was like yo y'all should put like beats behind it and everything like that so I was like oh that's actually a good idea so I sent James like poems or like the poems I thought would sound like good together like on like a like a like like you know like a project potentially and he put he put beats to them and that became um our first project uh, words which we dropped. We dropped it originally in 2017 on SoundCloud, but then we re-dropped it in, at the end of 2018 on all streaming platforms. And to this day, um, I, I still get, like, love from that. Like, my um, my dentist, actually, he really loves that project. And um, when I was back home, uh, like, over the holidays last year, he was telling me he, he put his son on to it. His, song, his son was a big fan of it, so um yeah it's it's crazy like all these years later people still rocking with your words
1: yeah like i'll say that that project had the most my most unique production process Mm because i'll say that's the first time i've ever taken the audio and then made the beat behind it for like i'll say it was a first for me and it came out really well
0: And, and that's crazy because like you said, you did it really well and like you really kind of did it flawlessly. Cause I was like, man, this he's really letting like like my he's the production really just helping bring my words to life and it's not like distracting from it at all. And they it really came off as like like affirmations someone can listen to every day type mm-hmm. thing. And um it's funny because ever since then, that's usually like a challenge I like to give like my producer friends. It's like I usually like to like kind of bring like an a cappella and see if they can make a beat around it. And that's how I could usually tell um, like the skill level. So um, I, I would say you started that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I said the standard shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like every, honestly, like everyone that I've uh, tried it with, they they can do it. So, you know what I'm saying? I think it's a good challenge, you know? Um, right. But, see if your
1: production skills are up
0: to snuff. Exactly, exactly, um, but uh, but yeah, so like, um from from there, you know what I'm saying we stayed in contact over the years, um, and then we you know we reconnected last year, but i wanna I want you to um tell the audience what you were doing in between like, I want to say like 2018 to like last April, what like what what was transpiring in your life? During, during that time, period.
1: Shoot, a lot of transitions. Um, what was it? Um, losing my father, changing relationships, career changes, moved to San Antonio. It was a whole adventure.
0: <laughs> and so, sorry about your father again. That's something me and you both share, which we're going to get into later. Just like, you know, the loss of loved ones that are very close to us and just grief and and all that comes with that. But um, yeah, like I, it's crazy. Cause I was really, I was going through a lot of transitions myself too, during that time. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, you know, graduating from uh, grad school, trying to find a job in my field. Um, and a whole bunch of just like, you know, other personal things. And also still, you know, dealing with the grief of, my mom because my mom i mean she passed like back in 2014 but that's something that always stays with you um and like you know it's it's definitely a process but um i know one thing you told me in particular that you were doing at that time which really stood out to me was you were really like working on trying to become like a better like producer because you had like the music theory down packed but i know when i first met you you were making very like complex beats you were trying mm-hmm. to make more digestible beats so that people would feel comfortable to, like, get on and, like, basically give, like, space for the artist to kind of, like, do their thing instead of making a beat that's, like, kind of, like, more like a score. You're trying to make something that was more, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, more, like, you know, artist-friendly, basically. So, mm-hmm. like, walk, walk us through, like, that process and, like, how, how you went about, like, doing that.
1: Just... I'll say that it hinged a lot on samples. It still does.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, it started with using like Arcade and Splice, like some plugins that I had. Okay. And like pretty much just, I'm not going to lie, just pretty much throwing a bunch of stuff together, really. Making as many beats as possible, seeing what worked, seeing what didn't. Be like, okay, what if we made like a trap metal beat or what if we made you know like an r&b beat based on you know something we had heard from a different song or something like that Mm -hmm. and so doing that that not only helped helped me figure out what my signature style was but it helped me widen my versatility Mm -hmm. so now i feel like not only can i make songs that fit my style, but also I can make songs that fit other artists' style if I had to.
2: Mm,
0: okay, okay, which is very, which is very important. So, like during that time, you really helped like find like who you are as a producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know at that time you were you were working in the studio a lot and in, in, in Dayton, right? Mm-hmm. Dayton, Ohio. Talk, talk, talk to us. Tell me about that whole experience and what you learned from there. and and um also some of the things that you didn't like from that as well
1: i'll say what did i learn i'll say that i learned um a lot like i'll say mostly i'll say the studying portion mm-hmm. staying current was really what i learned the most i'll say from a technical standpoint like other than like getting introduced to some of the plugins and things I didn't learn too much, but I'll say the biggest thing was the research part, making sure I'm staying current, listening mm-hmm. to the trends, and that can help keep your sound fresh to, to the listener's ears. And then I'll say that the hardest part was was probably the team dynamic.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think
1: that's kind of like overall in music in general. I'll say that it's really difficult to get people to collab and work together and things like that because usually everyone's like okay how do i get mine how do i get this and everyone's trying to get their piece but there's ways that you can create win-win scenarios instead of always it being you know win-lose
0: i totally agree on that that's been my whole motto um honestly from from the beginning man because i've realized that if if we all work together, like. A rising tide lifts all boats, man. Like like you said, like the whole win-win scenario. Like if if people, for example, right, with with you know with the song that we just put out that we're going to talk about a little later, like people see my name, people see your name. So I'm going to get my people to listen to it. You're going to get your people to listen to it. And then, you know, cross-pollination, they're going to go listen to some more of my stuff. My people going to go listen to some more of your stuff. So we basically both got introduced to two new audiences mm-hmm. that will, you know, God willing, like, stay with us. You know what I'm saying? Right. If they like the music.
1: I think because we're collabing is off, like, more often, it should take hold. Like, if we just did this once and, like, never did any other kind of collab for another year or two, I don't think it will hold. But since we're not only dropping this track and then we're doing, you know, another single and then dropping the full project. I think that'll.
0: Exactly. The, it's because it's, it's the consistency of it and um, people are going to get used to seeing our name together. So they're going to know like, all right, if we see these guys' names together, we know it's going to be. We, we might not know what to predict from it, but we know it's going to be something quality. It's going to be something exciting and different and new. And um, I think that's important, man. Like I, I tell my friends, like I think you know, doing songs by yourself is definitely important. Like all of it's important, like collabing, working by yourself. But you know, the great thing about collaborations is, like I said before, it, it's the opportunity to 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 expand your your uh, your fan base and get more exposure that you wouldn't necessarily necessarily get by yourself. So um, I tell people, you know tell artists producers you know collaborate as much as possible man and you know it just and then also it challenges you in a different way that you couldn't necessarily challenge yourself by working on music by yourself so um yeah man collaborate as much as possible you'll definitely see yourself grow like in a rapid pace and and you would you'll do things musically that you didn't think you could do or would do before because you're more open to trying new things Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, and, yeah, yeah,
1: because like what a lot of people underestimate is like the non tangible stuff, like, mm-hmm. for instance, the other person's expertise and perspective on things, nice. because sure, you could do it all in house and, you know, put out as much as you want, but the growth will be limited or maybe mm-hmm. you might not be seeing something that's like obvious to somebody else but because oh. you don't have anyone else in the fold and it's just you or you know your close people doing stuff like it kind of gets you know kind of gets stale i guess you could say your your ideas get stale the whole resources get stale so by opening up and collaborating it keeps things fresh
0: i, I totally agree i couldn't agree more and plus man it's just like the you know the power and coming together you know what i'm saying like People really love, like, they see, like, a whole bunch of people come together for, for, for one main thing. You know what I'm saying? It gets people excited. So, um, you know, there's, there's powers in numbers, man. So I always tell people, man, I feel like we could get a lot further with each other than by ourselves. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, I, you know, like, like we've been saying these last few minutes, collaborate, collaborate, collaborate as much as possible. Because um, you never know, man, you know, while you're trying to get that win by yourself, your win could be with other people. That could be the win that will take you to where you really want to be. So, you know, definitely keep that in mind, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so with with that being said, uh, what was the defining factor in saying that I'm going to move San Antonio, and I'm going to leave Dayton.
1: Well, I pretty much was leaving Dayton anyway.
2: Mm.
1: It was the... But I'll say that the deciding factor was, it was like, I was like, man, I've been here majority of my life, and I realized that I'm like, okay, I need to see something else, get some new inspiration, Mm -hmm. see a change of pace. Um... And San Antonio was was on the list because I had, like, a friend down here. Um, oh, okay. He was,
0: that always makes it easier.
1: He's a performing artist. I've known him since I was, like, a kid in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always kept in contact. Pretty much he was like, yeah, come through down here. So pretty much I grinded it out, made my way down here. I initially wanted to go to Cali.
2: Mm-hmm. That was actually,
1: like, choice one. I was, okay. like, leaving Dayton, like, once my lease was up. So you could say that my lease was the deciding factor on when, but oh, this was based on, you know, like the actual realistic cost of doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that, no, that that makes a lot of sense. And I feel like, I think San Antonio was, I would say, a smart move because, like, everybody, like, would, you know, jump at the fact to go to California. But I feel like the thing with California, is like, really crowded out there. Mm-hmm. So with San Antonio, you know, it's it's a lot smaller, more contained. And I don't know, I feel like sometimes it's it's better going places that are like more like on the come up than somewhere that's already established. Cause like you said, you know, it's just it's just crowded. Not saying that you can't make it out there or anything like that, of course.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just a lot difficult. And if you don't catch hold fast, if you can't keep pace, it's yeah. almost detrimental. You, you can get, get lost, you
0: could get helpful. lost in the sauce. Sure. yeah um
2: good.
0: but uh oh well, one thing i want to actually i meant to ask you um before i asked you the whole movie question was um i want to know oh well i want you to tell the people well especially like the producers and artists out there how important is knowing music theory to making the best music possible
1: oh it's crucial because like yeah to like it's like this if you want to you can make good music maybe even great music without music theory but if you're talking about the best music possible Mm -hmm. yeah you definitely have to know at least the fundamentals but the deeper you go the more likely you are to make that best song ever Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: uh oh what's up
0: oh no i was gonna say um what what would you say like, if you could give, like, maybe a few tips, like, what what would you say are, like, the basic fundamentals of music theory?
1: Oh, man, there's so much. So I would have to say, like, you know, knowing your chords, knowing the names of the intervals, um, knowing chord progressions, chord leading stuff, um, like harmonic analysis. There's a lot of... It's like it sounds fancy, but it's really just a bunch of simple stuff that you... It gives you the vocabulary to talk about certain situations in music. And I think that that's crucial if you want to expand beyond just like making beats for like artists, right? Like Mm -hmm. say you wanted to make film scores or say you even wanted to add a certain vibe to something you're making for artists, right? Mm -hmm. If you know the music theory, you're able to think beyond what your ears can hear. Mm -hmm naturally that's the best way to kind of describe it and by doing that it allows you to get to that sound because once you start learning music theory you'll realize how many common patterns there are in like all the songs and stuff
0: okay okay
1: and once you learn the pattern it's not a formula per se Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like each pattern does a certain thing and when you need it's kind of like where when you're ready to ground it back Boom, mm-hmm. you do that and it just always works. But within the context of a whole different song, it comes out different. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's like it's like there's logic, but there's also that emotion. So that's what makes yeah. music so <clears throat>
0: yeah. it's about finding that happy medium, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Too much pattern is boring, but too much of like the feels and it gets repetitive because you can only yeah. express so much
0: yeah I I, I totally agree. Which that, that's the perfect segue to talk about um our our brand new single Wish You Were Here because I feel like it's the perfect blend of um emotion and like just musicality. You mm-hmm. know? Um and but I guess maybe before we talk about it I guess I we should go back a few months or maybe even to like last year. So like during that whole gap where we, I guess, didn't communicate as much, um, you know, we were both, you know, living our lives, you know, just trying to figure things out. Um, Last year, early in the pandemic, I want to say like April, um, me and James touched um, touched bases and uh, basically just, you know, caught up and like, you know he had told me, you know, unfortunately, you know that he lost his dad, and you know he was, you know, just fresh out of a, you know, a, a, a relationship that he had been in a while, and he was like, you're in that transitional period, and, um, and like it's, I just want to say, like it's, it's great to see where you are now, like how oh, you kind of like you, you, you really like the the progress is is beautiful, man, especially as someone that you know that knows what it's like to like go through. You know, like you know, grief and like losing someone very close to you. Like I, I can say, like bro, I'm really proud of you because like you really, like just you just turned up on your skills even more. It's like you you realize like, yo man, like I don't have, I don't know how much time I have on this earth, so I'm gonna use every every bit of it. I'm gonna make it count, and I think that's what it's really all about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um and I can say you're you're definitely doing that, and it's you know as, as a result you've really truly like inspired me because um you know that was and then uh at the top of August a few months ago we uh you we, we reconnected again and you had um you had messaged me on Facebook Messenger which is crazy like I normally don't check it on Fridays but someone told me to check it and I, I saw like a, a message from you which was unexpected and I was like oh bet. So so I opened it up and you know what I'm saying you you sent me a whole beat folder and you was like, hey, you know what I'm saying, check, you know, check these beats out. Let me know which ones you like and we can make a project around it. And I was like, Bet. Um uh, so I had listened to the some beats that night, but like my mind just wasn't there to like to really concentrate. So I was like, know, let me listen to this later. So I listened to it on Saturday evening and I just called a crazy zone. It was maybe like the second time this year I had really locked into a zone, like on like one producer's particular beats, like that, and like really came out with like a lot of greatness. And um, yeah, man, I I remember just like coming up with some ideas when I was in my room, and I was like, all right, let me let me go to the basement and record some demos. And like, yeah, man, it's it's really hard to describe. It's like one of those things where I was like, man, I wish it was like a. It was like a camera around because like I just it's it's just real special when you really hit those strides and get that inspiration. Mm. Um it really does something for your for your uh for your spirit, for your soul, you know, as a as a creative person. And um like from from, from that from that day, like I knew it was special and then like the next day, um I, I linked up with my boy Jordan and we uh, we were going um we were going somewhere. And, like, we were in the car and I was like, bro, like, remember I was like, yo, remember my boy James? Like, um, he was like, yeah, 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 I remember James, yeah. And I was like, man, like, he sent me some beats last night and I called it Crazy, Crazy Vibe. So I, like, played the beats and I was, like, singing, singing the joints for him and he was like, yo, this is crazy. And that's how I knew it was crazy. It's like when he... Like, kind gave me that stamp, because I usually send, like, a lot of my, I don't really send, like, a lot of my unreleased music to, to a lot of people, because I really like to, like, surprise people, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I send I send it to him just to get, like, feedback, because he, you know what I'm saying, he's, like, my best friend, and he's yeah. he's seen my music come a long way. He, he he was there when I was, when I first started, and I was recording, like, off of, like, like tapes, you know what I'm saying, off of a recorder, you know what I'm saying? So he's been there for for a very long time. So, I like to just always get his opinion. And when he got excited about it, then that got me even more excited about it. And then I sent the demos to you, and you got excited about it. I was like, yeah, we I think we got something special here. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so,
0: as a result of, of all of that, like, we got six, like, very, very solid, great songs, in my opinion, and in, in your opinion as well. And um, yeah, um, basically, you know, the process was, like, I, I recorded demos, and then when I got back to D.C., recorded all the rest of the the songs, like, professionally, and um, now we have a project called Love Quest that is coming out at the top of uh, February, and uh, we just released our first, um, basically, like, you know, like, a promo single. Actually, at first, it was really just supposed to be a promo single, but it was so dope that we're like, yeah, we... We gotta add it to Love Quest because it works in perfectly with the whole, like, storyline and it works out perfectly as, like, the, the outro track, but um, yeah, man uh, so I, I guess where we could start is basically, like, uh, what was your whole process when uh, you were making the beats um, that you sent me that ended up being for, for Love Quest?
1: Um, I'll say, well, the one for Love, okay, Love Quest were the ones that used to be the Supernova beats. Yes. So this was was before the, you know, the 100. Mm -hmm. So let's see. For those beats, I chose like a more futuristic sound, outer space. So the original project was going to be called Supernova. Mm -hmm. So when I made those beats, I was like, okay, what's something spacey, futuristic, but yet catchy and, you know, still gets the booty shaking. (laughs) <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and,
1: and pretty much like those set of beats that i sent you were what i came up with a different variety of like you know what i'm saying like kind of like hard trap but also r&b and ambient kind of mixed mm. in
0: yeah yeah which and you know what's crazy about that bro like i have been on this whole like space futuristic vibe like since like probably like last year august so it's crazy that like when you hit me this past August, like that's the vibe you were on. So it's it was just like the perfect storm to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I'll say that the I'll, I'll say that that um ambient space vibe is definitely a go to for my productions. Like I am trying to try something new.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I I have been focusing a little bit more on uh, pianos. And like, it's like Wiz Khalifa type smoking tracks.
0: Okay, okay. So Sometimes. like real like like real chill type vibes. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So what? So what got you in the space of saying I want to make like futuristic type of beats? Was it just like your influences, or was it just like, like did you like watch a movie? Like did you listen <sighs> to? You know what I'm saying? Like, t- t- take me, like, t- t- tell the audience, like, some of your, like, your inspirations, like, you know, production-wise and, like, music-wise.
1: Well, like, let's see. It's kind of like, you know, I got a little, this little childish Gambino-type vibes in there. Okay. I like making okay. weird and quirky beats in general. Um, Like, I'll say lately, I've been listening to, like, a lot of Lil Tecca, Lil Uzi. Okay. I'll say Uzi's probably the biggest influence in the kind of more spacey vibe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I can hear a little Futures production in there.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Oh yeah, and he's always trying to go to Pluto, so that's where that space vibe goes.
0: That's true. That's true. He's definitely always trying to go to Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So. Um, what, uh, what are some things in your opinion, um, that you would say, uh, helped you really craft, like, I guess, like, other than, like, just, like, the, you know, your, the influences, what, what would you say really helped you really, like, lock in to, you know, the, the piece that you sent me, and also just, like, the the current space that you're in now? Like, what what really got you to this this point, would you say?
1: I'll say focusing in on the sound. So even with the ones before the 100, right, Mm -hmm. um, what made it so easy to make those was that I had the sound already in mind. Like, I Mm -hmm. went, we're going to outer space, and we're doing futuristic stuff. So when I was listening to the samples and when I was listening to the melodies, I was like, I'm like, okay, this fits the sound, so we're keeping it and everything else just got tossed away pretty much.
0: Mm, Gotcha.
1: And so after a while, you get faster and faster at making beats that way. Yeah. Because then once you know what sound you're starting off with, you know, you just cut them all out. And even with the current 100, the reason I'm so fast at like making them and they're still so good high quality is because I kind of hear where the beat can go in my head and kind of find samples or find the instrument or find things that get as close to that as possible while also still paying attention to how it fits in, you know?
0: Mm, okay. So you basically really just, you really just visualize everything and then you just like put it, you just lay it down.
1: Mm, somewhat sort of, there is still a bit of trial and error to it, you know, Okay. playing with the sound and that kind of thing. Cause it, cause in order to get there, I still got to tweak it, and maybe it might not be the exact sound, but that's fine. I can still – there's, like, some leeway, you know what I mean? I can still yeah. work from there.
0: And, and that's, that's that's so interesting because I feel like, like, even though, like, you know, you're in San Antonio, I'm in D.C. right now, and, like, we've – by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but we've never, like, physically met. We've, we've you know, talked Great. on the phone. We've done like Facetime, but we still never physically met. But we still be on the same frequency because basically the the same way you made those beats is the same way I you know it really I really like like wrote the the songs like like all of them were really effortless to be honest with you like 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 you said once like you know I really like locked in like how you got focused on the beats like once I really like locked in. Um, yeah, like nothing could really like take me out of that that zone until I was done, and it was crazy because like I, I I came up with most of the songs, and um and just the basic ideas when I was in you know back home in Atlanta, and then uh, once I got to back to D.C., there was like three of them that I kind of needed to like um you know write more to, um and I just like locked in one night you know just like I locked in like that first night in Atlanta. And like I, I just I cranked them out, and um, it was it was kind of like a similar thing for uh, "Wish You Were Here" our current single. You know, I just like locked in like to a zone and like nothing can get me out of that till like I finished. So yeah, it's like it's kind of like the the intentions you put into the music. Like when I heard them, it kind of like rubbed off on me, like that energy. Um, so yeah, man, like it, it's it's crazy how like you know the intentions are are, are always everything
1: Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah like i'll say it's because like because i have study a lot a lot of people used to be like oh he's just book smart and i'll say i do intentionally go out of my way to execute hardcore whenever i get a chance to Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that way i can not only prove like not only pretty much i can prove to myself that i know what i'm doing too yeah because I will agree that that is a weakness of a lot of people who just study all the time because they've never actually done it. It's all theoretical. So when they actually do it, like all the like problems and like little nitty gritty details that can't be written in a book. Like you won't have the skill set to handle it unless you've at least ran it a few times.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, you got to apply all the things that you like, you research and you study. You got to you got to put that into action. So, nah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, how would you say that you're the the instrumental EP that you put out last year, um, it's called Sunlight, right? Mm-hmm. How would you say that prepared you for the moment that you're currently in right now? And also, what was the inspiration behind Sunlight? Because um, personally, I feel like Sunlight is amazing like incredible bro it's an amazing vibe
1: yeah that one was where i first started experimenting with focusing on a specific idea and a theme so i wanted to make an album that represented the times of the day Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because i'm really i was really inspired by kind of the cali vibe you know, mm-hmm. back to the move, right? I was thinking about Cali. Yeah,
0: and... that that makes sense too. Like looking back at, because that project really does have that West Coast like chill, like driving down, like looking at the sunset type of uh... Mm-hmm.
1: And I'll say that that was the first time I actually made a hundred beats within a
0: small time span. Oh, I'll so, say, so like... you've done this before? Oh, that's oh crazy.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just I haven't done it as quickly. Like before. I think I did it within, like, months. Like, it was, like, four months or something. You know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. over a longer, way longer stretch. This time I did it in, like, I think I'm at day 22, 23. And I I have 13 until I hit the 100. Officially, I think. Yeah. but But pretty much I did a similar thing, right? I just made yeah. a bunch of beats using the tools I had. But I'll be honest, those first beats, they're horrible. I went back and listened to them <laughs> and I was like, like, I see why I did it this way the first time because I had to filter through them really badly. And pretty much after going through the filtering process and not only listening to each song individually, I listened to them in sequence
0: mm, okay.
1: multiple times. And like there was actually two, there was actually two tracks that didn't make it on there. Like I replaced them, so oh. I had the track list already made.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and each song is named after a time of the day. And like I think morning got replaced, and I think evening had gotten replaced, the original
0: ones. Oh okay.
1: Hmm. Because I felt like the like when I made beats later down the line, those newer ones were tighter and better produced
0: um, so yeah so you had to swap them out for 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 the overall um, quality of the project okay that makes sense mm-hmm. um how um how has like the project been received over like the last year or so
1: oh it's, it's gotten a lot of a lot of love like it seems to be like yeah it's one of my best performing projects that I've like put out as a musician, mm-hmm. got a nice amount of streams. Um, everyone's like, "Yeah, I love this project," and I'm like, "Okay, I can't wait to drop the sequel." I already have a name for the sequel: Chaos Theory.
0: Oh, Chaos Theory! That's an exclusive. So, Chaos Theory with uh, that's coming next year. That's yeah. I'm gonna okay. drop
1: it. I'm dropping it 420. I'm trolling. Okay. I'm 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 gonna drop it on 420.
0: Okay, 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 okay. Well, that was an exclusive, so y'all have that to be, you know, looking mm-hmm. looking forward to as well after um, our project, Love Quest, um, as well as, like, so many, like, more projects, you know, uh, we got James connected with my boy Will, um, mm-hmm. aka M-N-I-W, he's, he's working steadfastly on, on, on his joints as well, so um, we got that, you know, of course, we got Infinity, Infinity Stone coming, and um, yeah, it's, it's a lot for uh, Kalakage music on on the horizon, especially like next year. So y'all, uh, you know, get get familiar, get in tune. It'll be an exciting, exciting ride. Um, oh
1: yeah, yeah, this next year is gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be action packed. Like we already have it planned. It's it's good. It's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, you know, you can look forward to new music from from uh, Kalakage Music every, really every season, every every quarter, you know, um, throughout the whole year. So uh, you you have different vibes, you know what I'm saying, different energy. Um, it's, it, we're really excited. And it just shows you that, like, you know, preparation is so important. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, e- even though sometimes it's hard to, like, be patient and wait, like, it, it always pays off. Um, So I just want to say that for all the creators out there, man, um, it's all about timing. Timing is very,
2: yes, timing is key,
1: always key.
0: And preparing for that time is even maybe even more important. Um, So that's 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 definitely something I've learned throughout this this whole process. But um, but yeah, uh, I I want to say that. going back to love quest um, it's crazy because uh, when I first heard all the all the beats it really like the whole like storyline kind of got painted for me and it's really like you know really telling the story of you know love uh, and just like you know bigger overarching theme that's been in my music um <clears throat> for, for, for a while now and uh, but now this is more like a like a concentrated story that has other things that are gonna be attached to it through like through you know as time progresses like other projects and stuff like that. So this is like really like the beginning, the foundational piece to not only this you know futuristic soul sound that I've been working on, but um, to this to this to this storyline. Um, and, uh, you really helped me give, like, gave, you really gave me the foundational piece of that. So I'm forever grateful for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I'm really excited. Like, you know, uh, I don't, I really don't want to say like too much because I really just want to let the the music speak for itself. But, um, I just want to say that, like, you know, it's, it's to, at least for me, Um, and listening to it is an experience it's uh it's a story and I think it's something that everybody can like relate to when they're first like you know um you know falling in love and getting into a relationship and the things that like you know may may, the feelings that may come with that and everything in between uh but um but yeah I mean uh James what, what would you like to say about about love quest and you know every all the other um music uh kind of Kaga music has coming up next year
1: pretty much that it's gonna be a banger no but i also say that love quest is is i'll say is one of the most interesting projects i've worked with because it was coordinated so well and it came out so high quality at the same time
0: Wow, uh, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, like, you know, just talking to you um, at the beginning of all this and, like, what you were telling me about, you know, you had plans for these songs but they really pan out, I just really wanted to make sure I delivered for you because, you know, you delivered for me, you know, with words before.
2: Really and, appreciate it. like, yeah. you really
0: helped me get into artist mode. Like, I would say you and my boy Vic really helped me because I really... That like I had kind of like put that to the back burner. I was just gonna focus on poetry, but mm-hmm. you guys really helped me like reignite my my passion and fire for like really want to do this music thing full heartedly. So I'm forever grateful for that. And um, I was like, man, like you came through for me then. I was like, I gotta come through for you now, especially like with the resources I have now. Um, we can really take this to the next level. So um, yeah, man. Like I'm just happy it you know it came together like that. And um, yeah, I, I really can't wait to put this out, man. Cause like for me, it's like it's like high quality. Like it's like it's really like an art project, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's, it's you know it's different from um, all the other like music projects I've, I've put out. Is you know it's different from what you have put out before. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I really, I really, I really love these songs, man. And, um, they really uh it was a beautiful process like making them and and uh yeah I mean I I really I don't want to like gas it up too much because I just wanted to let it speak for itself but Mm -hmm. yeah man uh I I truly appreciate you and um thank you for for like you know I'm saying introducing me to like just everybody else you've introduced me to and like it's it's really it's it's really like a it's a dope like musical family Mm -hmm. that is already adding on to like the other musical family that I have just becoming bigger and you know it's, it's becoming an even like greater network Dang,
1: um, sounds like becoming the music mafia
0: hey music avengers mafia or however you want to call it oh yeah it's 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 it's, 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 it's about to it's, it's becoming an even better beautiful uh network of just creatives just trying to push the envelope and like push each other and just make just high quality dope content you know what i'm saying for the for the people and um, I'm really excited, but um, yeah, man. Uh, any anything else you want to to plug or talk about before we? Oh, actually, no. I'm I'm I'm, I'm jumping the jumping the fence. My bad. We we we, we really got to talk about wish you were here. <laughs> um,
1: oh yeah, oh yeah. Talk about the single we just yeah, dropped. Yeah,
0: we got to talk about the single. I'm sorry. Um, because like for me, I'm trying not to spoil too much. <laughs> so I'm like, let me get off. But no uh yeah man wish you were here very special song man um i i I wrote it i want to say almost three weeks ago on september 30th um this is this uh wish you were here the beat it was a part of like the, the the hundred that um james is currently working on and uh he had sent me and will So, you know, the whole, like, beat folder told us to go through it, pick whatever one we, you know, we wanted. So I was going through it, um, like, a few days before that, and I heard uh, the Wish You Were Here beat. I think it was maybe beat 27. And, like, as soon as I played it, I was like, yo, this is crazy. I was like, this is different. Um, And at the time, nothing came to mind, but I was like, yo, I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna come back to this. And then... It was like you know the morning of September 30th. It was a Thursday. I want to say maybe it was around 11 o'clock. I, I went back to it, and um, and the words just started coming to me,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, it, and it was like it was like super fast. I maybe wrote it within like 10 minutes, um, and then I hit I hit James up and I was like, "Hey, do you think you could have this beat mixed for me?" By tomorrow, because I was going to studio um, on Friday the first to record another song that we we got called Blue, and which that was actually supposed to be like the the promo single, but mm-hmm. like after we heard "Wish You Were Here," it was just so dope and different that we thought this was like the better song to go with, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, man, like you 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 sent it to me that afternoon. You know, I practiced it, Um, you know, I've recorded, like, a demo, and I just, you know, kept on practicing it throughout the day since it was new, and I was like, yo, I don't want to mess this up, like, I get it right. So, I got to the studio, um, recorded Blue first, then recorded Wish You Were Here, and it was just, like, a whole other vibe, man, like, you know, I could just, like, tell, like, everybody was just like, yo, this is different, like, everybody's hands was bobbing, everybody was just feeling the vibe. And um and just the fact that you know people were like filling the lyrics because it was, you know, it was, it was a deep emotional song. And um uh it's crazy because like uh the part like towards the end where like I, I would kind of call it like the like the bridge, like where the beat starts going crazy with the 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 vocal chops.
2: Mm-hmm. I was
0: gonna let that breathe. But then like when I was doing like, you know, doing my adlibs and like doing like another layer of vocals, cause I, I recorded the song. I think maybe all the way straight through, or maybe I recorded like the first part, and then I went into the rap verse, and then recorded everything else type thing. Mm-hmm. I did a layer of ad libs, and then um, I told engineer Wu at uh, Midnight Studio, shout out to Wu, like that's that's my guy right there. He be getting me right, but um, I told him I was like, hey, I'm gonna do like one uh, another layer of vocals just to see what 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 happens. So. That part came and I really just freestyled to like wish you uh I wish you were here. Right here next to me, like that whole part. Mm. I just like I just felt it out, you know what I'm saying? And like we just ended it like that type thing. Oh wow, well,
1: ending ablibs.
0: Yeah, so then um I was done with that and my boy Kai Jim was uh in the studio uh with us. Cause it was it was me, Kai Jim, um my boy Jordan. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, uh, Will, Will was there, and basically we were all just we were all just there, and um, we, were, uh, we were just you know vibing out, and like I always had an idea to to have my boy Kajim do um like background vocals because he, like he's a real dope singer, and he um he you know he just happened to be in the studio that day and uh i was like man i gotta take advantage of this opportunity and um i really kind of got the idea from just like um like being around my boy uh vic in atlanta um shout out to late night early mornings that's the that's the um other label that i'm associated with and um just like making music like more grand and like and like kind of more like a like a movie you know what i'm saying like making a more warm feeling uh, and we had kind of started doing songs like that, like, last year. But I really started to understand that vision, um, like, this summer and, like, listening to some of the music he was making and, um, and like, having a session with him. So I was like, yo, I was like, bro, I was like, I, you know, I call him KJ, but his name name's Kajim. I was like, hey, bro, you want to, I was like, you want to do, because I saw he was filling the song. I was like, yo, you want to do um, background vocals on it? He was like, Yeah, let me let me go in there and see what I can come up with. Um then for the minute he went in there and hit that first ooh, I was like, Oh yeah, this is fire. It- uh, so he just started going crazy on the Atlas with it. And then he got out, and then now we have like a whole new nickname for him. Now we call him King, King Ooh, because you know he be killing those oohs, man. <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah, man, like it was it was crazy, bro. And then I, I had uh, Wu like master it like the next day, um he sent it to me back with a quickness, and um he even told me like, like uh the studio session we had after that he was like yeah it's like one of my favorites for me. Oh damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I was like that that meant a lot as well because like he's very um he likes uh he likes different type of different type of melodies and like beats as well. He's a producer as well, so he likes like unique different type of sound so i mean the fact that we approval and like everybody was feeling it i just felt like you know it was only right to rock with it for like the promo single um Mm. but then even beyond that it was like man this song is too good just to like not attach to something so you know we had to put it on the end of uh on the end of the the project because i think you know what what it was i think um jordan actually um suggested that and then i listened to it like in sequence like after nightmares and i was like oh this is perfect because i'm sounding sad on it it sounded like you know you know just everything is you know just kind of just like like falling down like you know what i'm saying like the chair has been like lifted underneath me and i'm like you know just just on the ground now you know what i'm saying just going through it so um yeah man i you know i'm i'm, I'm glad that uh I'm glad that I went through those beats, man. Because honestly, I was thinking about taking a break, but I knew we needed like a promo single. So, um, um I'm happy that I, I heard that beat, and you know, it's crazy. I think this is probably like my quickest turnaround for a song. Mm-hmm. Maybe like maybe besides like, like the first like official single that I put out like a few years ago. But yeah, man, it's it's been a beautiful process. Um, the reception has been been great for it. Everybody's feeling it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we couldn't ask for anything better for like the, the, you know, to the, the lead up to, you know, Love Quest.
1: Oh yeah. It's only just the beginning.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, facts. it's is it's truly, it's truly only the beginning. <laughs> um, and also I just want to say like, is a very special song for us too, because, you know, we're talk it's talking about grief. And it's talking about loss. It's talking about heartbreak. Something like me and James can definitely identify with, you know, with the loss of my mom, and then with the loss of his dad, and just, just like you know, you know, you 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 know, ending a a serious, you know, a very long term serious relationship at the same time as you losing your dad. You know that hit hard. And you know, back when we talked, like that's something I was like, yo, we got to connect on this this topic right here. So. It's crazy that like a year or some years later we're putting out a song, that's like addressing that that issue, because like when I was writing, "Wish You Were Here," it was originally really just like a like a grief song, like just like about like how I felt like about like the loss of my mom, and those like initial feelings. Now I still feel sometimes, but then it kind of became a dual meaning, because it really is really also about just like how like, when you're in a relationship with someone how you just, like, missed them. And, like, you just wish you were, they were there and you wish, like, you can maybe, like, you know, redo some things to, like, change the outcome of it. And you just kind of reflect and, and you're just kind of down about it. But the great thing about the, how the lyrics match the beat is, like, you have, like, these very, like, very somber, sad lyrics over, like, this infectious, like, experimental beat. So it kind of, like, uplifts the words and like it sits like right there like i don't know it's, it's, it's hard to describe but um yeah i've never made any type of song like this before and uh yes yeah, it, it was it was a truly therapeutic experience for me and um yeah um i would really hope you all enjoy it and uh you know check it out feel free to you know share it you know stream it all Mm -hmm. that good stuff Um, but I'm doing too much talk I want I want to I want James I want you to talk about like how um, how you feel about Wish You Were Here and what it what it means to you
1: well I'm excited about Wish You Were Here because yeah like there was so much work put into it not only from like the production standpoint but from the marketing yeah for sure (laughs) the planning and I'm and I'm like Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> i uh, but I'll say that my bad. I've been up since like five, six.
0: Oh, no, no worries, no worries. I totally understand.
1: <laughs> but, um, pretty much, I'll say, wish you were here. It, it pretty much, I feel like it's an anthem for like loss, you know? Yeah, like, I agree. agree. Like, when you're, like, grieving and, like, I guess it's really not too many words I can say about it because it's something that you feel when you listen to it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: I feel like I could go all the way, say what we did to it, that kind of thing. But I feel like they have to really listen to it to grasp it. Yeah, like. Cause, Cause, yeah, we put our foot in this one. Like, like I'll say this is one of the like. When it comes to singles, this is, this is some of the hardest work I put in on it.
0: Nah, same here, man. And to the point where I was a little skeptical about doing it, but I was like, I'm gonna do it for James. <laughs> <Appreciate> <laughs> and it. and I'm honestly happy that we did it, man. Because um, I think I think it's paying off and. I think it's 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 gonna be a big reward for us at, at the you know when it's all said and done. But um like you said you know we're not really trying to you know gas the music up too much. You know at the end of the day I think it speaks for itself and and we're you know excited for everyone to hear it. Um so uh, without further ado you know let's let's get into "Wish You Were Here" um by myself and Katakage Music AKA James. Um James I want to say thank you for joining me. On Mm -hmm. this episode of things to keep in mind, truly appreciate
1: it. Thank you for having me.
0: Appreciate you know, saying your mentorship and your guidance, you know, and just your friendship and just like you know, just you know, saying the creativity, everything that you bring, bro. Truly appreciate you, and also your networking and everything like that. Um, Very excited for uh, next year, and yeah, uh, thank you for all the support over the years, everyone. Um, I truly appreciate it James truly appreciate it mm-hmm. And Sit back We're about to take you guys On a on a ride Buckle up Yes sir Till next time This has been another episode Of Things to Keep in Mind I am your host A.E. Charles That's Katakage, Katakage Music James mm-hmm. Till next time Peace and love y'all
2: Wish you were here years go by, wish you were here, but I still cry, wish you were here, pain still fresh, in my mind, these are my sorrows for better tomorrow, still feel empty and hollow, as dark clouds follow me around Like a shadow, they're a part of me now Happiness turn to sadness, love turn to anger Barely recognize myself, I become a stranger Barely recognize myself, I become a stranger Wish you were here Years go by But I still cry Pain still fresh in my mind. Wish you were here. Years go by, but I still cry. Wish you were here. I wish you were here. Wish you were here.
0: Just like that, we're back. I want to thank my boy Kalakage Music for coming on the podcast today. I truly appreciate you, bro, and I truly appreciate you always willing to collaborate with me. It really means a lot. As you can hear, that was a, one of the main takeaways from this episode is you know collaborating, working with each other to get to a common goal um and, and accomplish something bigger than you guys could ever imagine so today I want to really encourage all you out there to don't be afraid to collaborate don't be afraid to to work with others to you know see your see your vision and your goal through um, and you know you'll always know who those right people are just based off of you know conversation and all of that so you know don't be afraid just go out there, shoot your shot, try it out, and see how it goes. You know, and in the words of Aaliyah, if at first you don't, if at first you don't succeed, get back up and try again. You know, just keep on trying it out till you meet the right people, and it and it flows, and it and it, and it just you know works works well. Um, so you know that's you know that's something I want to leave you guys with today. Um, remember the positive affirmation this season is take a leap of faith folks so take that leap of faith and remember a rising tide lifts all boats so stop you know letting your boat sink and go ahead and work with somebody so you could lift your boat up and lift their boat up y'all could you know what i'm saying rise up together so uh until next time this has been things to keep in mind I'm going to leave you with an exclusive song from my boy Katakage Musics new EP that's coming out in in the spring um, on uh, 420 actually it's going to be called Chaos Theory he mentioned it earlier in the episode and Um, this, uh, single is entitled Strange Attractor. Till next time, y'all, peace and love, and I hope you guys enjoy it. This has been another episode of Things to Keep in Mind.